Ultimate Sports Talk now presents Waynedale Golden Bears Basketball. We're 15 minutes away from tonight's tip-off, and it's time for the PNC Bank pregame show, a comprehensive look at tonight's Waynedale Golden Bears game. Brought to you by PNC Bank. For the achiever in you, PNC Bank, National Association, member FDIC. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to Waynedale High School, a jam-packed Waynedale High School here tonight, where we have got a first-place matchup in the Wayne County Athletic League between the first-place Waynedale Golden Bears, 10-1 and on the year, 7-1 and in conference play, and in first place by a game over the visiting Dalton Bulldogs at 7-5 and and 6-2 and in Wayne County Athletic League play. Tonight was homecoming. For Waynedale and the three girls that were up for homecoming queen were Kendall Lloyd, Grace Lemon, and Madeline Franz. And Madeline Franz was named the homecoming queen for this year, so congratulations to her. And now we turn our attentions towards basketball, where this is a game between the top two teams in the Wayne County Athletic League. And after both of the teams won last night and Northwestern lost at Hillsdale, it is Waynedale all alone in the top spot and Dalton all alone in the second spot. The Bears are on top of Dalton by one game, and this is the last meeting between the two this year. The Bears won last night 40-34 to at Norwayne, and it was their ninth win in a row this year. Dalton comes into tonight, winners of four in a row. And behind Mitch Clark's 23 points and 14 rebounds last night, Dalton beat Smithville 52-40 to to stay a game behind the Bears, and that's because the Bears won last night 40-34 to over Hills, or over Norway, I should say, in Creston. The last time these two teams met, it was on December 11th over in Dalton, and the Bears won by 13, 57 to 44. The Bears had three players in double figures that night: Aaron Spidell, Brevin Reeby, and Colton Birdie combined for 34 points in the game. While Adam Mullet off the bench added nine points and six rebounds. Cody Steiner had 16 for the Bulldogs. Cole Ferris didn't play, but he is back tonight. And Dalton last year won both meetings. In the JV contest that ended just a few minutes ago, Waynedale went to 11-1 and on the year as they defeated Dalton by the final of 50-36. to There's a lot going on in high school basketball this, a- this afternoon and tonight. We're going to check out the scores and preview tonight's game. We'll do all that when our PNC Bank pregame show continues after this timeout. Know how much you're spending and on what each and every month. Know you're on track with your bills and upcoming payments. Know when money is coming in and going out. Know you have an entire cheering section at PNC Bank with PNC Virtual Wallet. Because when you can see your money clearly, you always know where you stand. PNC Virtual Wallet can help you simplify your finances, track and budget your spending, and help save for the future. To get started and open a PNC Virtual Wallet today, visit pnc.com slash virtual wallet. PNC Bank, for the achiever in you. PNC Bank, National Association, member FDIC. Well, as many of you probably saw in this morning's daily record, 
the media is only as good as the information that they have at hand. And earlier today, in the article that was written by Mike Plant after last night's ball game, the Bears' six-point victory over Norway, and he made the comment that the Bears had were chasing their first league championship in 20 years, winning it last in the 1995-96 season. Well, in actuality, the last time they won it was in the 2005-2006 season. They also won back-to-back league championships in the 98-99 season and the 99-2000 season. So, not to give Mike Plant a break, although we have to, his, his information was erroneous, but as I said, that is the fact of the matter. The Bears have won three championships over the last 20 years, not none. Tonight, at halftime, Waynedale will honor their 60th anniversary team and bring back some of their all-Ohio players. Those scheduled to return tonight are Rick Mast, Brett Arnett, Todd Bartman, Ryan Bazanson, Brandon Hawkins, and Brevin Reby, of course, will be here. Eric Reby will be here as he's coaching. Unfortunately, unable to make it will be Matt Kick from the 2013 season. And at halftime, we'll get the opportunity to talk both with Rick Mast and Todd Barkman. That's coming up at halftime of tonight's game. As far as the Lady Bears are concerned, their next game is coming up on Thursday night. That will be at Smithville. Waynedale's now 3-11 and on the year, 1-8 and in conference play. We'll be on the air with a tip-off at about 7.30, the pregame show around 7.15 with that one. Today, in case you missed it, at the Highland Classic in the country, Tecumseh smashed Chippewa. The girls' team, 70-46. to 46. They are no longer unbeaten. Chippewa now 13-1 and in the year, and they lost big to Tecumseh. Cincinnati Mount Notre Dame also dealt West Holmes their second loss of the year. They won 59-56. to 56. That game ended up in overtime. And tonight, Dayton Carroll is playing at Highland. Now, in last night's boys' basketball action in the conference, Hillsdale defeated Northwestern 61-58 in overtime. It was Dalton over Smithville, 52-40, as we said earlier. And Chippewa won by 10 over Ritman, 64-54. Elsewhere around the area, it was Triway beating Fairless in OT, 82-69. Tuslaw Big over Indian Valley. Lexington beat Orville by 10. Danville over Loudonville, 76-65. Ashland smashed West Holmes, 75-43. Worcester over Clearfork, 94-39. Central Christian just got by Lucas, 33-32. And it was Highland doubling up on East Canton, 70-35. Tonight around high school ball in the area, in the conference, Dalton is at Wingdale. As I said earlier tonight, of course, that's the game that we're doing right now. Chippewa is at Hillsdale, Northwestern, and Norway, and Rittman will be at Smithville. We'll keep a close eye on that Northwestern-Norway game for you here tonight during this one. And Madison will be at Orville, while Worcester goes to Ashland. We're going to check out the Wayne County Athletic League standings heading into tonight's action around the area, and we'll preview tonight's game between the first place Waynedale Golden Bears and the second place Dalton Bulldogs. We'll do that when we return after this timeout. Know how much you're spending and on what each and every month. Know you're on track with your bills and upcoming payments. Know when money is coming in and going out. Know you have an entire cheering section at PNC Bank with virtual wallet. Simplify your finances, track and budget your spending, and save for the future. Learn more at pnc.com slash virtual wallet. PNC Bank, for the achiever in you. 
PNC Bank, National Association, member FDIC. Well, for the first time this year, the Bear mascot has entered the gymnasium. So you know this is an important game if the Bear mascot is here. We are probably over capacity here tonight for this one. It is a standing room only crowd tonight at Wayndale High School. It's going to be a great atmosphere between the first place Golden Bears and the second place Dalton Bulldogs. Here's a look at the standings. Wayndale on top of it with a 7-1 and one mark. Then comes Dalton at 6-2. and two. Tied for third, Northwestern and Hillsdale each at 5-3. and three. Norway is at 4-4. Four and four. Then comes Rittman and Chippewa, tied for seventh at 2-6. and six. And Smithville is in the basement at 1-7. and seven. Dalton 7-5 and five overall under head coach Ben Holden his third year. 41-19 and 19 in his career at Dalton. They are 3-2 and two on the road, and they are the defending conference champions. They've won their last four conference games in a row over Hillsdale, Chippewa, Norway, and Smithville last night. Their last loss came on December 22nd at Northwestern by 11. Ben Holtz coach teams always start out slow at the beginning of the year and then pick up as it goes along, and this year is no exception. They started out 1-3, and three, but they've won six of their last eight. And the last time these two teams met, the Bears held Dalton to their lowest offensive output of the year in 44 the last time out. That was without Cole Ferris, but he's playing tonight. Still, the key to stopping Dalton is to keep 6-5 Mitch Clark in check. He had 10 the last time out. Dalton averages 56.5 points a game, and they give up 54 Point three. Wayndale 10-1 and one overall. Eric Reby in his 16th year, 191 wins, 157 career defeats. The Bears are 4-1 and one at home this year. They are the AP Division III number 12 team in the state, and a win tonight would probably propel them into the top 10, but more importantly than that, it would give the Bears a two-game lead in the conference with five games left. The Bears have won nine straight. However, this is the first time all year they have played on back-to-back nights, so it will be interesting to see how they do. They need to get their legs underneath them early, and we talked to head coach Eric Reby about that before tonight's game. Eric, let's go back to last night. First of all, like you said, that's always a tough place to play over in Norway, but this team has really found ways to gut games out and win down the end. Yeah, that's... uh... Uh, another kind of our MO so far this year is uh, give ourselves a shot in the fourth quarter and just make plays down the stretch. And we were able to do that again last night. And, uh, you know, Norwayne got up, got up on us, I think, by one with about four or four and a half to go. And, uh, you know, things weren't going our way. But, you know, we got a big bucket from Nick Straw's ball. And, uh, you know, Nick made two big free throws for us down the stretch as well. And, uh, you know, we were able to finish it off. So. Great win for us on the road, but uh, again, something we can't rest on because here we are back the next 20, 24 hours later playing again. This is the first game you're going to play on a back-to-back night this year. Are you a little apprehensive about what happens tonight? Yeah, we'll see how it goes. You know, like you said, first time it, it, we've done it. Uh, I'd like to think that our depth, you know, so you know, we play some guys that hopefully that'll help us a little bit. We still had guys that played a lot of minutes, um, but you know, Dallas in the same position as well. There, I don't think their their bench is as deep as ours uh, in terms of how many kids they play. Mm-hmm. So uh, you know, we'll we'll see. If it's to a worse or advantage tonight, but we know we're, it's going to be a battle tonight, no doubt. Eric, do you have any idea as to why this team, these kids, all the way from elementary up to this year, have been an offensive group? Now all of a sudden they've flip flopped and gone to a defensive group. Any idea why? 
Uh, I, I don't. You know, obviously we, we talk about it. We, we preach it and practice it uh, a good deal. But, uh, no, it's just one of those things they've just decided. Uh, I don't know if it's just by default that it happens. You know, we haven't been shooting the ball real well at all this year. I mean, consistently. And uh, we've, we've known that we've had to rely on our defense down the stretch in big games. And so far we've done that. And, uh, you know, those guys, the guys take pride in it and, and know that it can come down to one big stop. And so far we've been able to do that. And they've really made great strides defensively in the last three weeks. Yeah, they really have. I mean, they they realize that you know you have to communicate and talk, and it is a team approach no matter what, offensively and defensively. And you know, when you have seniors and you have guys that are experienced that have been through it, they understand how important it is. You know, two guys that I want to ask you about here this evening. First one, Colts and Purdy, without ever having any varsity experience coming into this year, and you threw him into the point guard position right away. He's done a great job of handling the floor game. He really has. You know, Colton. Uh, uh, you know, obviously we we missed him for a couple games there. Luckily, we were able to get victories, but. He's a, he's a kid that uh, is a tough, a, a big hole for us if we don't have him and, you know, puts pressure on other guys, especially on Brevin to really have to handle the basketball because then, you know, that's our really our only other true point guard that we have. But Colton's done a great job so far and offensively and defensively and, and really stepped up and, uh, you know, answered the bell when we needed him. And another kid also, Nick Strasbaugh, he gets a lot of play, a lot of media play, but still he sacrificed his game for the betterment of the team because he's got to battle big guys every night. Yeah, you know, we ask Nick to do a lot for us uh, in terms of defense. He, he has to guard sometimes the smallest guy on the floor because of their quickness, or he has to guard the biggest guy on the floor because just by, because of who we have on the floor. He's our he's our tallest guy and our most physical kid. So uh, Nick takes pride in doing that. And uh, you know, when we've needed him to make some baskets for us and make some free throws or whatever it is, he's done that for us. And uh, he's just a true uh, team player for us. You know, a Ben Holt coach team. They've always in his two years. They've always started out slow got better as the year went along and they're doing the same thing this year. Yeah, there's no doubt. I mean, Coach Holt does a tremendous job with these guys and, you know, they didn't have a lot of experience coming back and they were going to gain it along the way and they've been able to do that first time around when we played him, they didn't have the Ferris kid. He's back playing as well, so that gives him a little more depth. Uh, but uh, Coach Holt will have his kids prepared, ready to, ready to play, and they'll play real hard for him. And, uh, again, we're expecting a battle tonight. How big a game is this? This is a big one. I mean, you know, uh, you never want to say must wins. You know, it's, you know, we do have a one-game lead, and we haven't really talked about that a whole lot with the guys. But we know that Dalton is chasing us, and, and they know that this probably is a must win for them. And uh, they're going to give us our best, you know, their best shot. No matter what, we're going to get our, their best shot because of what Coach Holt, uh, you know, does with his kids. But this is a big game, and, you know, it just seems like we say it every night. You know, a broken record. Every night we play in this league, it just seems like it's a big game. And, and uh, you know, we've, we've been battle-tested, and so have they. So uh, it should be a lot of fun. Good luck, Eric. Thanks, Dave. It is a capacity crowd here tonight at Wayndale. The keys for tonight's game, Dalton needs to force turnovers and convert and keep the Bears below 44 points. For Wayndale, they need to rebound and play their game and not become too intimidated by the atmosphere, which is a capacity crowd here at Wayndale. I'm Dave Mitchell. It's Dalton 7 and 5, 6 and 2 in the conference. Wayndale 10 and 1, 7 and 1 in conference play. The tip-off is next on ultimatesportstalk.com. You've been listening to an Ultimate Sports Talk presentation of the PNC Bank pregame show. Brought to you by PNC Bank. For the achiever in you, PNC Bank, National Association, member FDIC. The game is next on UltimateSportsTalk.com. OA 
OHSAA Commissioner Dr. Dan Ross on safe driving. Car crashes are the leading cause of fatality among teens 15 to 18 in our country. We all need to do our part to help reduce accidents that are due to distracted driving and texting while driving. Parents and coaches, please set the rules for when it's appropriate for your kids to use a cell phone. We want to see all of you at the next ballgame. A message from the Ohio High School Athletic Association. Ultimate Sports Talk now presents Waynedale Golden Bears High School Basketball. This game is brought to you by the Spidell Funeral Home with two locations in Mount Eaton and in Brewster. Yoder Builders in Orville. The Harvest Market in Apple Creek. The Fire and Ice Pub just west of Fredericksburg on County Road 192. Murphy's Promotions. Call 464-1970. The Apple Creek Drive-Thru on Main Street in Apple Creek. Casa de Sassi. Call 830-9760. Deb's Den on Main Street in Apple Creek. The Shop Brothers Farms. Miller Custom Exteriors. Call 695-4905. And by Dutch Quality Stone in Mount Eaton. This contest is a presentation of UltimateSportsTalk.com. Now let's go to the gym for this Waynedale Golden Bears basketball game. Welcome back to Waynedale High School, everyone. I'm Dave Mitchell. Glad to have you along tonight on UltimateSportsTalk.com. That was the Golden Airs from Wayndale High School presenting our national anthem here this evening. It is a sold-out crowd here at Wayndale High School. To be honest, they probably could have moved this game to Worcester High and sold out every ticket for this one between the number one team in the Wayne County Athletic League, the Wayndale Golden Bears, and the number two team in the conference, the Dalton Bulldogs. These two teams met on December 11th, and the Bears won it by 13, 57 to 44. And nobody at that time thought that these two teams on January 16th would be playing for first place in the conference. The Bears come in after last night's victory over Norway, 40 to 34, and it was Smithville losing to Dalton last night. By a final of 52 to 40. Let's check the starting lineups for tonight's game. First of all, for the visiting Dalton Bulldogs, seven and five on the year. They are six and two in conference play and all alone in second place. They will start at one forward, number 10, Mitch Clark, a 6'5 junior. At the other forward, number 32, Evan Hershberger, a 6'3 junior. He had 10 against the Bears the last time out. Cody Steiner will start in the middle. He is number 12. He's a 6'2 senior. He had 16 against the Bears in the first game. And then in the backcourt will be Dominic D'Alessandro, number 34, a 5'11 sophomore. And Bryce Houston will run the point, number 14, a 6'1 senior. So it's Clark and Hershberger at the forward, Steiner in the middle, D'Alessandro and Houston at the forward position. Ben Holt in his third year, 41 wins, 19 career defeats. He is assisted by the junior varsity coach, John Gregory. 
And now for the homestanding Wayndale Golden Bears, winners of nine in a row. They are all alone on top of the Wayne County Athletic League at seven and one. And they will start their usual five at the forwards. Number 12, Jake Schaup, a 6'1 senior. Jake averaging 7.5 points a game. At the other forward will be number 23, Aaron Spidell. Aaron, a 6'2 senior, he is averaging 10.5 points a game. Nick Strasbaugh in the middle, 11. He is a 6'1 senior, big player last night. Won our Lens Pizza star of the game. Strasbaugh averaging on the year six points an outing. And in the backcourt, it's number 10, Colton Purdy. Purdy, a 5'10 junior. On the season, Colton averaging seven points a game. And at the other guard is number 21, Brevin Reby. Reby, a 5'10 senior. Brevin comes into the game averaging on the year 11.5 points a contest. He is the leading scorer for the Bears this year. So it's Stauk and Spidell at the forward. Strasbaugh in the middle. Purdy and Reby in the backcourt. Eric Reby in his 16th year as head coach of the Bears. 191 wins, 157 defeats. He is assisted by Kevin Stacy, Patrick Mitchell, Rick Geiser, and Kyle Ritchie. And we will be back with tonight's opening tip-off, Waynedale and Dalton, right after this. Yoder Builders in Orville is your full-service construction firm, specializing in new residential construction, remodeling, finished basements, and masonry work. Looking for a new sunroom or deck? Yoder Builders in Orville offers uncompromising customer satisfaction on every job, from the ground up to a new house and everything else. Yoder Builders in Orville, a member of the HBA and proud supporter of Waynedale Athletics. Yoder Builders, 330-684-1050. The atmosphere is definitely electric here tonight. Bears in their home white uniforms with brown numerals and gold trim. Dalton in their home road black uniforms with red numerals and trim. Strasbaugh and Clark in the center circle. We are set to go. Ball in the air, and the ball is controlled out of bounds near the scorer's table. And it will go out of bounds, and the Bears will get it to open up the basketball game. Your officials for tonight's game, Adrian Foster, Ken Hans, and Joe Hewitt. 7.58, and now the officials are going to confer. And it will be they are trying to decide which possession the arrow is going to go towards after the ball went out of bounds on the tip. And the Bears will get it to start the basketball game. They get it off to Purdy on the right side to Reby. Top of the circle, it goes to Stra- to Spidell. He's going to drive right side of the lane. Nope. Rebound comes down underneath, knocked away and into the hands of Dalton's Evan Hershberger. Hershberger clears it off to Houston, and he'll bring it across from right to left. Bears going from left to right across your computer screen. On the left-hand side is D'Alessandro. D'Alessandro down into the right corner to Houston. Houston back out front to Steiner. Steiner drives right of the lane, comes to a jump stop on the right baseline to Houston for three. Off the front iron, nope. Rebound knocked out of bounds. Last touch by Cody Steiner of Dalton, and Wayndale will get the basketball. 7.19 to go in this first quarter, and this one, as I said, it is a sold-out crowd. People are even sitting in the aisles. With it is Purdy. Bounce pass to Schaup. Left sideline. It goes to Reby. Reby with the basketball on the left-hand side. Drives left of the lane. Put it up on the run. Spun it around the rim and out. Won't go, but he's fouled. So Brevin will go to the line shooting two. Foul 
on Dalton's Evan Hershberger. That is his first. And the first against Dalton as a team. So Brevin Reby goes line right, shooting two shots on the year. He's shooting 63% from the strike. And he misses that one. Bears need to play their game here tonight. And, of course, the most interesting thing will be how both these teams react to having a back-to-back for the first time this year. Second one by Reby is up and in. Bears have the early lead. At one to nothing. Up the floor, Mitch Clark drives the right side of the lane, laid it up in front of Spidell and got it to go. Mitch Clark with his first two and Dalton has jumped out in front of it at two to one. Into the front court is Purdy the other way. Purdy sideline right, dribbles around a pick by Strasbaugh, left side to Schaup, left sideline to Reeby, around a pick by Schaup now. Cross on the right hand side to Strasbaugh, right sideline, it goes to Spidell. At the three point arc, he'll put up the three, no good off the back iron. Rebound knocked out of bounds, last touch by Jake Schaup. So Dalton regains possession. Bears got off to a slow start last night, and then bang, 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 they were up 8-2. to two. And then the rest of the game was a struggle for both teams offensively. Into the front court. Dalton goes on the left-hand side to Steiner. Steiner, right of the lane to Mitch Clark. Got the ball knocked free, picked out of the air by Ferris. Back out to Clark, drives left of the lane. Baseline left 12-footer, overshot it. And the ball pulled out of the air by Jake Schaub. He clears it off to Purdy into the front court with 6.15 to go in this first quarter. Dalton on top of a 2-1. to one. Purdy down to the left baseline. Spins out right of the lane. It goes to Strasbaugh. Nick lost the handle. It goes loose on the baseline. And picked up off the floor by Hershberger. Hershberger will bring it up on the right side to Clark. Put it up on the run. No good. Tipped up again by Clark. No rebound. Houston put it up and in. Check that Cody Steiner. Steiner with his first two of the ball game. And it's 4-1. to one. Dalton on top of it. With it is Schaup. Left sideline it goes to Reby. Reby with it between the circles on the run. He'll pull up for the three-pointer left wing off the back iron. And the rebound chased down by Spidell in the right corner. Aaron dribbles it up to the wing and gets it off to Purdy. Purdy with the basketball right side. And it goes to Brevin Reby. Reby with it. Right side now to Strasbaugh. Strasbaugh right wing to Colton Purdy. Purdy picks it up. Gets it underneath on the right side of the lane to Strasbaugh. He'll turn around. Shoot it from five off the glass and rim. Nope. And Mitch Clark grabbed the rebound. Bears cold to start this one out. With it is Clark on the left-hand side. Now to Houston. Houston off to Steiner. Put it up from the left wing. No. Rebound comes down into the hands of Mitch Clark. Put it up on the left hand. Off the glass and rim. And no again. Rebound off the glass. And it comes down to Colton Purdy. Purdy brings it up the right side in front of Ben Hold of Dalton. Gets a bounce pass left wing to Schaup. Now over on the left sideline to Reby. Top of the circle to Strasbaugh. Strasbaugh right wing to Spidell, and he'll dribble it around. A pick by Nick and gets it over to Schaup again. Left side to Spidell. Now off to Strasbaugh. Back over to Reby. Reby right wing. Looked for the shot, but Clark shut him off. And now dishes it back outside to Jake Schaup between the legs dribble. Gets it over to Spidell left sideline. He dribbles between the legs and gets it back to Strasbaugh on the right sideline to Purdy. Four and a half minutes to go, and Dalton is really doing a good job of defending the Bears on this trip up. Left wing is Reby. Top of the circle to Strasbaugh. Looks right, goes left to Reby. All alone, he's going to shoot the three. No good again. Rebound Colton Purdy. Purdy back out front to Schaup. Schaup on the left side, now goes to Reby. Reby looking to drive. He's going to dribble in to the free throw line. Back out to Strasbaugh. Sideline right, now to Purdy. Dribbles up to the elbow. Bounce pass on a nice give and go to Strasbaugh. Played it up and in, and he's fouled. Nice give and go on the Bears, and Strasbaugh got the bucket. Foul will be called on Cody Steiner. His first, second against Dalton as a team, and Nick will go line right. 
Evan Reidenbaugh into the ball game. Jake Chow leaves. Reidenbaugh checks in, averaging seven points a game. Nick, line right, put it up, spun it around and out. No good. Rebound taken down by Spidell. Gets it back outside to Reby. Now over to Reidenbaugh. Left side to Reby. He's going to force up the shot. Blocked out of the air on a nice block by Hershberger. Pulled down by Clark, and he clears it off to Houston. Houston between the circles on the left wing now to Steiner. Tried to dish it off underneath. Stolen away by Spidell. Spidell brings it up on the run up the left-hand side. Spins out to his left. Gets it off to Reidenbaugh and back to Aaron. Sideline left. Spidell baseball pass over to Strasbaugh. Sideline right now to Reby. Reby with it between the circles. Reby with the basketball on the right-hand side of the lane. Now back out near the center circle to Schaup. Now to Spidell. Gets it back out to Strasbaugh. Got the ball knocked free. Stolen away. On the floor by Dell, put up by D'Alessandro. No blocks out of the air. Pulled out of the air by Clark up and in. Mitch Clark with four off the glass. And with three minutes to go in the first quarter, it's 6-3. Dalton on top of it. Spidell left side to Reby. Reby dribbles out between the circles to Strasbaugh. Sideline right to right ball. He's going to drive right baseline. Got the ball knocked free by Houston and out of bounds. Waynedale will keep it. Cole Ferris, who didn't play in the first game, checks in for Dalton. Leaving the ball game is Evan Hershberger. And Adam Mullen has come into the ball game for Nick Strasbaugh. Purdy putting the ball in play, lobs it into Adam Mullet right of the lane. Gets it back out front to Reby. Reby with the basketball right side, looking to drive. Dalton in a 2-3 zone on the right wing to Mullet. Mullet between the legs. Got the ball knocked free, but he regained control. Gets it back to Reby. Reby around a pick by Adam. Left side to Spidell. Left sideline to Purdy. Purdy dribbles around a pick by Aaron. Got the ball knocked free, but Purdy regains the basketball and gets it back out to Mullet. Right wing to Ridenbaugh for a long three. No good off the back iron. Rebound knocked loose on the floor, and it's picked up by Husted. Husted's going to bring it up the floor on the right-hand side. Check at that Steiner, and Steiner puts it in from six feet. Steiner with the bucket, and it's 8-3. Dalton leads it by five. Two minutes to go in the quarter. Left wing, it is Reby. Reby with the basketball, trying to find somebody. Now gets it over to Mullet. Right baseline to Reidenbaugh. Reidenbaugh dribbles to the baseline, gets it back out to Mullet at the right wing, just outside the arc. Now off to Spidell for the three-pointer. Banks it in. Spidell banks it in from the left side of the key. He's got three, and it's 8-6. Waynedale down by two. Left sideline, it is Steiner. Gets it back over on the right baseline. Shot put up by Ferris. Blocked out of the air by Spidell. Pulled out of the air by Mullet. Mullet brings it up on the run and now gets it off to Spidell. And Northwestern, at the end of the first quarter at Norway, is leading the Bobcats by three, 13 to 10. With it is Purdy, right of the lane to Mullet, backing down, goes up for the shot, off the glass and iron, nope, and the rebound taken down by D'Alessandro. D'Alessandro gets it up the floor to Steiner, laid it up, no, and the rebound is taken off the glass by Spidell. Just like last night, this one is up and down action in the first quarter with a minute to go, and the Bears down by two, 8-6. With it is Reby. Reby top of the key. He's going to force up the three. Got it. Reby with four in the game. And it's 9-8. Waynedale has picked up the lead as the lead changes hands with 40 seconds to go in the quarter. D'Alessandro top of the circle. 
It goes out front to Houston. Put it up, no good. Rebound tapped out front. Comes down into the hands of Purdy. Purdy up the floor to Reby. Jump stop, put it up. Block out of the air on a nice block by Ferris. Ferris gets it off to Steiner and now to Houston. And Dalton will hold it up for the last shot of the quarter with 20 seconds to go in the quarter. D'Alessandro, left corner, it goes to Ferris. Ferris back out front to Houston, down in the corner to Steiner. He'll shoot the three, got it. Steiner's got seven, nine seconds to go in the quarter, and Dalton has regained the lead at 11 to nine. Up the floor is Purdy. Purdy's going to drive the lane. He's going to force it up off the glass and iron. Nope. Rebound taken down by the Bulldogs, and that will do it for the end of the first quarter of play. And your score at the end of the first eight minutes, it is Dalton 11 and Wayndale 9. Harvest Market offers you everything you need from a community grocery store, providing fresh local meats, ready-to-go meals, and a full-service deli. Harvest Market is your one-stop butcher shop and can cut to order. The barbecue chicken is fresh off the grill, and the smoked ribs are second to none. For your next get-together, leave the cooking to Harvest Market. Harvest Market's convenient hours are Monday through Saturday, 8 a.m. to 7 p.m., Sunday, 10 to 6. Harvest Market, located in the core of Apple Creek. Come taste the difference. Exceeding your expectations is what the Spidel Funeral Home strives for. Every day the Spidel Funeral Home proves what matters most. They've been family owned and operated for over 125 years, so they understand. When you come in, the Spidel Funeral Home will walk through the process with you. And trust your family with their care. The Spidel Funeral Home. In two locations, on Main Street in Mount Eaton and on Chestnut Street in Brewster. The Spidel Funeral Home. Just like family, they're when you need them. Well, the first quarter was up and down action. It is 11 to 9, Dalton on top of it. And Dalton will have the basketball to open the second quarter of play, so that solves the mystery as to which direction the arrow was pointed in. The Bulldogs will enter the basketball at mid-floor. Ferris inbounds it into the backcourt to Houston, and we're underway in the second quarter. Dalton with the ball and a two-point lead. Hershberger, left wing, gets it out to Steiner, right of the lane to Hershberger. Now gets it underneath to Ferris. Dump pass underneath on the right hand side of the lane to Alex Alger. And Alger, who's into the game, the 6-1 sophomore, puts it up and in. His first two of the game. 13-9 the score. With it is Reby. Now off to Rydenbaugh. Check that Rydenbaugh with it. Now Bixler. Bixler's into the game for Colton Purdy to begin the second quarter of play. Reby with the basketball against that 2-3. On the left wing to Mullet. Left sideline. It now goes to Rydenbaugh between the circles Weaver. Weaver on the right wing to Reby. Reby drives inside the lane, pulls up for the 14-footer. No good. Didn't get a foul call. Pulled out of the air by Weaver. Back over to Reby at the elbow. Reby with the basketball. Backs it out. Resets the offense around a pick by Weaver. Left wing to Mullet. Now down sideline left to Bixler. Bixler on a bounce pass. Tried to do a give and go to Mullet, but it was kicked out of bounds by Mitch Clark. 13-9 your score. Dalton on top of it by four with exactly seven minutes to go before halftime. Inbounds pass to Rydenbaugh. The Bears will be honoring their All-Ohio players for their 60th anniversary coming up at halftime. With it is Reby. Reby around a pick by Mullet off on the right side to Weaver. Now back to Reby. Reby has not left the floor in the first ten minutes of this game. Brevin with it on the right-hand dribble around a pick by Weaver. Right side now to Mullet. Left of the lane. 
Gets it off outside to Bixler. Bixler between the circles to Weaver. Dribbles up to the arc. Right side to Reby. Around a pick by Shane. To the top of the key. Outside to Mullet. Left side. Now to Reidenbaugh. Sideline left. Back out front near the center circle to Weaver. One dribble and over to Reby. He's going to shoot the long three off the back iron. No. Rebound knocked away by Reidenbaugh. But picked up in the corner by Houston. Houston brings it the other way for Delton. Off to Alger. Alger now gets it off to Houston. Right side to Ferris. Ferris dribbles up top of the circle, guarded by Bixler. Bears in the man-to-man. Off to Steiner on the right wing. Steiner with it at the right side. Put up the three, no good, and Shane Weaver takes down the rebound. Under six minutes to go in this first half of play. Bears down by four, 13-9. With it is Reedy. Gets it off to Weaver on the left side. Rydenbaugh for the long three left baseline. Good! Rydenbaugh, his first three of the night. And the Bears have pulled to within one at 13-12. Into the front court is Mitch Clark. He's going to drive the lane. Got a pass on the right side. Intercepted by Rydenbaugh. Rydenbaugh with it. Gets it off to Reby. And the Bears can take the lead. They're down by one. And now Eric Reby wants to use a 30-second timeout. We will also. 5.27 to go in the half. Your score. It is Dalton 13 Waynedale 12. Make the greener siding choice for your home. Seamless siding from Miller Custom Exteriors. We're the original ABC Seamless guys, and our siding is made of 100% American-made steel, the most recycled material in the world. I'm Miller Custom Exteriors President Lauren Miller. Our slightly obsessive Amish heritage guarantees you a phenomenal siding job, guaranteed, or we'll fix it free. Call Miller Custom Exteriors today for ABC Seamless Siding, the green siding choice. 1-800-589-4905 or visit us online at MillerCustomExteriors.com Experience a pleasant atmosphere and homemade comfort food daily at Deb's Den in Apple Creek. Stop in for breakfast, lunch, or dinner. There's no assembly line food at Deb's Den. Everything is handcrafted and fresh from the sandwiches to the soups and sides and the dinner specials every day. Stop in for breakfast Tuesday through Saturday from 7 to 11 a.m. and Sundays 9 to noon. Lunch and dinner hours are Tuesday through Thursday, 11 to 8, Friday and Saturday, 11 to 9, and Sunday, 12 to 3. Deb's Den on Main Street in Apple Creek. There is not a seat to be found in the house here tonight. Like I said, I think you could have moved this thing to Worcester and probably sold it out. 13-12, Dalton leads it by a point. The Bears after that full timeout by Eric Reedy. He initially called the 30 and then decided to take the full. So he'll have four left, two 30s and two fulls. Bears have it. Purdy into the ballgame for the first time. Brevin Reby gets a breather. On the right-hand side, it is Bixler. Bixler on the top of the key to Spidell, who's back into the game for Mullet. Gets it over on the right-hand side, Purdy. Purdy at the wing. Top of the key, Rydenbaugh. Rydenbaugh dribbles inside the arc. Back out front. It goes to Aaron Spidell. Spidell right wing to Purdy. Purdy around a pick set by Weaver. Look for the give and go. Gets it back out front to Titus Pixler between the circles. Now off left baseline to Rydenbaugh. He's going to lay it up on the run. Missed it off the bottom of the rim. And the rebound taken down by Dalton's Cole Ferris. Ferris gets it up the floor to Mitch Clark. Now off between the circles to Dominic D'Alessandro. D'Alessandro with a left-hand dribble. Spins to his left. Gets a pass over on the right-hand side. Stolen away by Aaron Spidell. That's four turnovers on the night by Dalton. Into the front court is Purdy. Purdy. 
Around a pick by Weaver. Left side to Bixler. Bixler left wing. Now goes to Evan Reidenbaugh. Between the circles to Shane Weaver. Weaver baseball bounce pass over to Spidell. Sideline right. Dribbles to the elbow. It's on the right side. Back out front to Bixler. Left sideline. Now to Purdy. Purdy's going to dribble down to the corner. Now bring it up to the wing. And gets a bounce pass out to Shane Weaver. Underneath pass. Tried to feed it underneath to Aaron Spidell. But it was knocked out of bounds by Ferris. And the Bears will keep it. Now Weaver is out. Bixler is out. Strasbaugh in. And Schauper in. Nick's got two. Jake is scoreless. 4-11 to go in this first half. Schaup inbounds pass. Got the shot up from 17. Missed everything. Rebound knocked out of bounds, and it was last touched by Mitch Clark. So the Bears keep it. 4-07 to go in the half. 13-12, Dalton. Will be at Temple Christian on Tuesday night in Mansfield. Inbounds pass made to Jake Schaup. Schaup against that 2-3 zone. Hands it off to Purdy. Purdy with the basketball. Sideline right. Now back over to Strasbaugh. Left of the front court. Off to Reidenbaugh. Reidenbaugh dribbles up between the circles to Spidell. On the right side, Jake Schaup. Schaup around a pick by Spidell. Gets to the left-hand side to Strasbaugh. Baseline left to Purdy. Drives left to the lane. Pump fake. Puts it up with the left hand. Won't go, and he'll go to the line on the foul. Foul called on Cole Ferris. That will be his first. And the third against Dalton as a team. But Purdy was in the act of shooting, so he'll go to the line shooting two shots. Purdy on the year, 64% from the strike. And he just improved upon that as he hit the free throw. It's his first point of the game. Reidenbaugh out, and Brevin Reedy comes back in after a quick blow. Husted coming back in scoreless for Dalton, and leaving is Cole Ferris. Now Purdy, the second one, after tying the game up at 13. Tries to give the Bears the lead. Spun it in and out. Nope. And the rebound taken down by Mitch Clark. So we stay tied at 13. Into the front court. Houston with the basketball. Gets a bounce pass right of the lane to Clark. Clark backing down Spidell. Pump fake. He's going to force it up. No, but he'll be fouled. Jake Schaup said he had all ball. And it will be a foul called on Schaup. That will be his first. And that's the first against Waynedale as a team, and Mitch Clark will go line left. Clark, four points here tonight, goes to the line shooting two, and he drills it. So he's got five, and Dalton has regained the lead at 14-13. Second one by Clark from line left. That one is short, and the rebound taken down by Aaron Spidell as he just went up and cupped it and brought it down to the floor. With it is Purdy in the front court, off to Schaup, right side Reby. Reby top of the circle to Strasbaugh, left to the front court, sideline left to Spidell. Dribbles down to the left baseline to the block, back out front to Strasbaugh, now to Schaup. Schaup's going to take the long three off the front iron, no, and the rebound is taken down by Mitch Clark. Not sure the Bears needed that shot on the left-hand side. It now goes to Alger. Alger gets it off to Ferris, put it up on the run, no good, rebound taken out of the air by Spidell. Into the front court is Purdy. Purdy dribbles it down to the baseline to the right side of the lane. Gets it back out into the corner to Schaup, and it went right by him and out of bounds. That is only the second turnover against Waynedale in this half. 2.49 to go, and Dalton finds himself on top of it by a point at 14-13, and this is another defensive struggle. With it on the right-hand side, down into the left-hand corner is Dalton, Cody Steiner. Gets it out to Houston. Houston right side. 
And it goes to Alger. Alger dribbles it up to the elbow. Down baseline right to Clark. Up to the wing at the three-point arc right side. On the left-hand side to D'Alessandro. D'Alessandro dribbles at the top of the circle. Backs into his left. Now gets it back out front to Alger. He's going to drive right to the lane. Put it up, and it's blocked away by Shelf. Pulled down in the corner by Nick Strasbaugh. Bears get the basketball back and a chance to take the lead. Purdy into the front court. Colton with the basketball, looks right, goes left to Schaup. Schaup hands it off to Reby. Reby top of the circle. Left wing it goes to Schaup. Schaup with it, backing down, and it will be a clear-out foul called against Jake Schaup. As he threw the elbow, that is his first and the second against the team. And Evan Reidenball will come in, and Jake will leave with a minute 56 to go in the half. 14-13, Dalton on top of it. And Dalton will bring it across. Husted into the front court. Husted looks on the back door. Got it on a nice feed to Steiner on the back door. Laid it up and in. Steiner's got nine. He had 16 in the first game. And it's 16-13, Dalton. Steiner guarding Purdy, who's bringing it across. Gets it off to Reby on the left-hand side to Strasbaugh. Sideline left to Rydenbaugh for the three-pointer. No good near, near the corner. And the ball is taken down by Houston. Houston stop and go dribble across the timeline. Guarded by Purdy. Baseline left to Steiner. Gets it back out front to Clark on the right-hand side to D'Alessandro. Down into the corner to Alger. Alger with it. Spins up to the left-hand side of the lane. Back out front to Steiner and hands it off to Houston. Houston with a minute ten to go in this th- first half. Gets it between the circles to D'Alessandro. Now out front on the right side of the lane to Alger. Tried to feed a pass underneath to Clark. Knocked free by Spidell and taken away by Purdy into the front court. Right of the lane. It goes to Spidell. Now outside to Reby. Left corner to Rydenbaugh. He's going to drive the lane. Put it up. No good off the front iron. Rebound taken down by Strasbaugh. He knocked Rydenbaugh to the floor. Lost the handle and it's picked up by Houston. Houston now into the front court with 35 seconds to go in the half. Bounce pass on the right-hand side to Steiner. Back over to Houston between the circles. Houston over to Steiner. Back to Houston inside the center circle. 25 seconds to go. With it on the right-hand side is Steiner. He's going to drive the lane. Lay it up and in. Steiner's got 11. Dalton has only had three players score, and it's a five-point Bulldog lead. Spidell with 13 seconds. Off left baseline to Reby. Reby pulls up from 13. No good. Rebound comes down to Rydenbaugh underneath. Double teamed in the corner. Got the ball stripped away. Pulled out of the air by Clark. Three seconds to go. Clark into the front court to the left baseline. Forces up a 10-footer. No good. And that will do it here at halftime of this first place battle. And your score at the end of the first two quarters of play from Waynedale. It is Dalton 18 and Waynedale 13. When it comes to cheering on your team, chips and dip don't cut it. So build a better game plan. One that starts with tender, juicy pork. Kick things off with a pork tenderloin and sausage flatbread. Serve a slam dunk with sweet and spicy pork kebabs. Or hit it out of the park with hearty pork meatball sandwiches. With pork, there are countless ways to keep game day going strong. Find more winning ideas at porkbeinspired.com. Brought to you by Shop Brothers Farms and the Northeast Ohio Pork Producers. Where can you get food smoking with Southern Pride, the Fire and Ice Pub in Fredericksburg? Build your own burgers, try our brisket and pulled pork, and every Thursday night is half-price wing night. Everything cooked to your satisfaction, so you'll come back time and time again. The Fire and Ice Pub, open Tuesday through Thursday, 11 to 10. 
Friday and Saturday, 11 to midnight, and Sunday, 11 to 8. Located just west of Fredericksburg on County Road 192. Do you own or manage a business, work with school athletics? Make a great first impression with Murphy's Promotions. Make your name known. Murphy's Promotions will make your business stand out from the crowd. Murphy's Promotions specializes in silk screening, custom embroidery, and promotional products. Brand your business today by using Murphy's Promotions. Use your logo on shirts, hats, jackets, bags, and much more. Murphy's can also take care of your promotional products, pens, pencils, bags, and blankets. Murphy's Promotions, 330-464-1970. For over 25 years, the Apple Creek Drive-Thru has been serving the community from snacks, beverages, anything you may need. Just like the Waynedale Golden Bears, hard work is no stranger to Art Weaver at the Apple Creek Drive-Thru. So on your way home from the game, work, or you're just in a hurry, stop by. Located at 23 Main Street in downtown Apple Creek, Art Weaver at the Apple Creek Drive-Thru wishes the Waynedale Golden Bears the best of luck. Stop by after the game. You're listening to an Ultimate Sports Talk presentation of Waynedale Golden Bears basketball. It's time for the Apple Creek Bank Halftime Show. The Apple Creek Bank. Visit applecreekbank.com or stop by one of our six convenient locations. Well, right now, the halftime ceremonies are going on for the All-Ohio basketball players. This part of the Wayndale High School 60th anniversary celebration going on all year long. And the players that are being recognized are Eric Reby from 1987 and 1988. He was the first Wayndale All-Ohio player. Rick Mast also being celebrated for 1991. Brett Arnett from 1999. It's Todd Barkman from the year 2000. Ryan Bazanson from the year 2006. Matt Kick 2013. Brandon Hawkins from 2014. And Brevin Reby from 2015. And all of them look like they could probably step out here and play basketball coming up. Tonight, and maybe the Bears need them because the Bears right now are down by five, 18-13. It was 11-9 at the end of the first quarter. Dalton on top of it, and then Dalton outscored Wayndale seven to four. That is the lowest point total that the Bears have had in a quarter this year. Four points, and they're down by five at the half, 18. To 13. Cody Steiner leading the way with 11 points here tonight. He's got one three-pointer, and he had 16 against the Bears in the first game. And leading the way for the Bears with just four points is Brevin Reby, and that's on one free throw and a three-pointer. Aaron Spidell also has three points, and Evan Rydenbaugh has three. Both of them have hit three-pointers here tonight. Nick Strasbaugh with two points, and Colton Purdy with one. At halftime, right now in the Northwestern Norway game, the Huskies are leading Norway by the score of 26 to 18. So that is what's going on over in Crescent at halftime tonight. We're going to have the opportunity to talk with Rick Mast and Todd Barkman, and we're going to be doing that coming up here in just a little bit as our Apple Creek Bank halftime report continues right after this timeout. The Apple Creek Banking Company is a full-service community bank offering checking and savings accounts, installment, mortgage, and commercial loans. 
While being able to offer all of the services of a large bank, the Apple Creek Banking Company has remained independent for over 110 years. As a true community bank, Apple Creek Bank is invested in the communities they serve and the people and businesses that make those communities great. The staff at the Apple Creek Banking Company truly cares about its customers and helps them choose the products that best meet their needs. Stop in one of their six locations and see what community banking is all about. Shop local. Eat local. Bank local. The Apple Creek Banking Company. Locally owned. Community driven. Member FDIC. Equal housing lender. Well, as we were saying, it was the celebration earlier tonight for the Waynedale High School 60th anniversary, and they're bringing back their all-Ohio players. And with us now is Rick Mass from that year 1991 and Todd Barkman from the year 2000. Rick, let's start out with you. First of all, I guess, what do you remember most about that season back in 1991? Man, that was a long time ago. It's, uh, <laughs> it's a distant memory, to be honest with you. Uh, remember all the guys I played with. A lot of good friends, uh, a lot of tough battles. I think uh, I remember the Doylestown game here at home, uh, Northwestern, uh, lost to Norwayne uh, last second shot, uh, had two shots to beat Oroville. That's, that's, that, that's, those are the twos I remember. A lot uh, of different basketball back then than it is now. Yes, it is. It? Yes, it is. Yeah. Todd, what about you? What do you remember about your years back then? I'd say the most thing I remember is just the, uh, the friendships you built through playing basketball with your teammates and... Uh, also, just um, the championships that we we won as well, and just the enjoyment of being with the guys. Talk about some of the players that you played with, Todd. Um, well, I played with Brett Arnett for one year when he was there, and then uh, Brian Zerker, uh, Josh Stowers, John Barker, Tad Fry. How how does the league shape up back then, Todd, as it does now? be honest, I haven't followed okay. too closely the, the past couple of years. Rick, I know you have. How has it shaped up now as it did back then? I think it's pretty competitive right now. There's there's a lot of good teams, uh, some good players. We, we, we'd hold our own. I'm sure we would. <laughs> you think you guys could step out there and play tonight? Because I think everybody I think <laughs> that people is, that need That is an help. easy answer. That is a definite no. <laughs> <laughs> Todd, what are you doing now? Uh, just, just working. Uh, recently got married and... I guess just living living in the area. Congratulations. Where are you working at? Weaver Leather. Okay. Rick, I know where you're at. <laughs> you're one of our sponsors. So. Yeah, we, uh, we have a veneered stone facility and uh, just moving to Apple Creek, so coming home. Uh, excited about that. Got a, a fun a fun group of employees. So. Now, I know, Todd, you used to help coach coach around here. Yeah, I do. All right, I did back, uh, it's probably been six years ago or so, and uh, coming back definitely makes me miss it. Rick, I know you're helping out with the youth basketball program too. How are they looking? Oh, uh, youth, youth programs. Uh, we're having we're having a decent year. Uh, I got a fun group, the third and fourth grade girls. Uh, they make me laugh every time I come in the gym. I get about 20 minutes a night with them, and uh, after that, I just lose. They they, they lose their uh, their minds. So, but they're a lot of fun. Todd, what are your thoughts about this year's edition of the Bears? Uh, this is just the second game I've been to. They are uh, definitely fun to watch. I enjoy coming and watching just because the uh, up and down game. Now, tonight, definitely not showing that, but maybe we'll see that in the second half. Rick, this is kind of a defensive struggle tonight. It is. Uh, I think I think we'll see a different team in the second half. Uh, I, I look for Brevin to hit some big shots. Uh, Reeb will do some things. He'll, he'll change things up. I think the pace is going to pick up a little faster, uh, which would bode well for Waynedale, but... Uh, 
down what? Down, down five. by five. Down five. We're, we're, we're sitting all right. All right. Guys, thanks a lot for stopping. I appreciate it. Congratulations. Yeah, thank you. Rick Mass, Todd Barkman, stopping by here tonight. Congratulations to them on this celebration here tonight. Also that was celebrated here this evening was Eric Reby, Brett Arnett, Ryan Bazanson, Matt Kick, Brandon Hawkins, and Brevin Reby also here this evening. We will be back to take a look at the first half stats of tonight's game. Bears down on the scoreboard, 18-13. We'll do that right after this timeout. The Apple Creek Banking Company has remained independent for over 110 years. As a true community bank, Apple Creek Bank is invested in the communities it serves and the local businesses that operate in those communities. Stop in one of their six locations and see what community banking is all about. Shop local. Eat local. Bank local. The Apple Creek Banking Company. Locally owned. Community driven. Member FDIC. Equal housing lender. Well, just like last night, it ended up being a defensive struggle. That game was probably had the most action of any game that we've had this year, but the scoring just was not there. And tonight it's the same way. For some reason, the Bears have gone into a funk shooting the basketball over the last couple of weeks. Tonight, it's the same story. They are 1 of 13 inside the arc for 8% shooting tonight. They are 3 of 10 from outside the arc for 30%. So all total, the Bears are 4 of 23 from out, all total from the field for 17% in the first half. They can't get any worse. From the free throw line, they were 2 of 4. They had three personal fouls in that first half. 12 rebounds, four of them offensive and four turnovers. For Dalton, 1 of 2 from the line for 50%. They had three fouls also. Rebounds, they had 12, three of them offensive. So the rebounds were even at 12 apiece. And the turnovers, they committed 5. Mitch Clark has been held to 5 points. He had 10 in the first game. Cody Steiner, though, he's got 11. He had 16 in the first game. The Bears have got to do something to shut him down. But if you look at what Dalton has done offensively, they've only got three players that have scored. Steiner with 11, Mitch Clark with 5, and Alger with 2. For the Bears, they've got five players that have scored, but they haven't got anybody that has scored over four points. Brevin Reeby leads the team with four. Aaron Spidell has got three. Evan Reidenbaugh has three. Strasbaugh has got two. And Colton Purdy has one. Adam Mullet, Titus Pixler, Shane Weaver, and Jake Schaub have all played but have not scored in tonight's game. It's 18-13. The Bears were down by two at the end of the first quarter. And then they had their lowest scoring output of the season in the second quarter for any quarter that they have played this year. And that's four in that second period, while Dalton scored only seven. So if the Bears could just hit 25 or 30% of their shots, they would be up in this ball game fairly handily. But right now, as it is, they're down by five at 18 to 13. One other score from around the area that we've got, Northwestern is leading Norway by the score of 26 to 18 on the game. That went over in Norway. Now, Dalton is a game down to the Bears. Northwestern is two games down. If somehow, some way, the Bears could claw their way back into this one and win it, then they would be two games up on Dalton. And depending on what, upon what happens between Northwestern and Norway, they could open up a three-game advantage on Northwestern heading into that game next Friday night. 
Your score here at halftime, it is 18-13, Dalton on top of it in front of a capacity crowd at Waynedale High School. The second half is next on UltimateSportsTalk.com. You've been listening to the Apple Creek Bank Halftime Show. Brought to you by the Apple Creek Bank. Visit AppleCreekBank.com or stop by one of our six convenient locations. We'll go back to the gym for the second half of this Waynedale Golden Bears basketball game. After this, on UltimateSportsTalk.com. I'm Pro Football Hall of Famer Paul Warfield. There's just one place where students are students first and athletes are played with purpose and perspective. That place is your local high school. High school sports help young people become confident leaders and role models and use the skills developed today to do even bigger things in life tomorrow. High school sports, a winning part of a complete education. This message presented by the Ohio High School Athletic Association. Back at Wayndale High School where we have got a five-point Dalton lead as we head into the third quarter of play here. And one score from the NFL, the New England Patriots defeated the Kansas City Chiefs earlier by a score of 27 to 20 in that ball game. So the New England Patriots will continue on and face the winner of tomorrow's game between Denver and the Pittsburgh Steelers. Go Broncos. Right now the score is 18 to 13 and Waynedale will have the basketball to open up the second half of play. Bears come out with their starting five. Strasbaugh, Purdy, Rebies, Spidell and Schaub. Dalton the same way. Clark, Hershberger, D'Alessandro, Steiner, and Houston. Bears have the basketball going from right to left. And here we go to start the third quarter. Bears down by five. Spidell looking underneath. Got the ball knocked free. Got the ball back though. Sideline right. Off to Schaub. Back out front to Reby. Dalton starting out in a man-to-man. First time we've seen that in the second half or in the ball game. With the basketball is Reby. Top of the key. Right of the lane for three. Got it! Dalton had a defensive breakdown on the offensive rebound, and Reby was all alone for the three-pointer, and it's a two-point Dalton lead. Ball stolen by Purdy. Purdy on the dribble drive, lays it up and in, and all of a sudden, bang, bang, we are tied at 18. Into the front court is Houston for Dalton from left to right. Bounce pass to the free throw line. Underneath on a pretty feed on the left-hand side to Cody Steiner, and he laid it up and in. He's got 13, and Dalton has regained the lead again at 20-18. Purdy into the front court. Right side of the front court. Left side now to Spidell. Left wing to Reby. Reby around a pick by Spidell. Now backs it out near the corner of the front court. With it is Reby. Stop and go dribble inside the circle. Over on the right-hand side to Shout. Jake holds it high with 6.40 to go in this third quarter. He'll drive right side inside the arc. Bounce pass right of the lane to Spidell. Spidell is going to be hit on the foul. And it will go out of bounds to the Bears. The foul will be called against Dalton. Foul on D'Alessandro. That will be his first and the first against Waynedale as a team. Putting the ball in play is Purdy. Purdy, bounce pass. Inside, it goes off to Spidell. Spidell with it. Purdy actually threw it in and then almost caught it himself but knew he couldn't, and Spidell picked it up. On the left-hand side is Reby. Reby with it around a pick by Spidell, top of the circle. Brevin with the basketball, 6.20 to go. Goes fakes left, now goes right to shout for the top of the key. Three, got it! 
Jake with his first three of the night, and the Bears have taken the lead at 21 to 20. Into the front court, bounce pass on the right hand side is Houston. Houston got it over to Alger, and he threw Hershberger, and he threw it away. So the unforced turnover, sixth of the night against Dalton. And that means Ben Holt has decided, I'm taking a timeout, let's talk it over. 6.02 to go in period number three. Your score, Waynedale 21 and Dalton 20. Okay, so this noodle bowl, one of my faves. I start with a nice lean pork tenderloin. Look at that, nice, right? Saute on medium high. Brown, ooh, browning, nicely. Now the broth, it's Asian-inspired and perfect with pork. A dash more sauce. Pork always brings authentic flavor, even when you're home, alone, hosting a fake cooking show. Fresh basil, a lime wedge, perfection. Find your flavor at PorkBeInspired.com. Pork, be inspired. Well, not to lay this all on Jake's shout, but if he could start hitting that outside shot consistently, the Bears would have that third scorer that they need, and I think it would open things up a lot better for the offense. With it is Purdy on the right-hand side. Bears have the lead 21-20 after that timeout by Ben Holt. With it is Reby on the right side to Strasbaugh. Sideline right, Purdy. Purdy with 5.45 to go in the third. Behind the back dribble, Purdy near the center circle. Off to Schaup right side. Schaup with the dribble, looking, and he walked with it. Drug his pivot foot. Five turnovers in the ball game against the Bears. 5.40 to go in the third quarter of play. 21-20, and everybody who paid the money to come in and see this one are seeing what they got paid for. With it, on the left-hand side, D'Alessandro goes off to Steiner. Steiner with it, down into the corner to Houston. Houston guarded by Purdy. Houston around a pick, dribbles inside the lane. He's going to lay it up with a left hand on the run. Got it to go off the glass. Nice drive to the bucket by Houston. And Dalton has picked up the lead again at 22-21. to Left side, Reby in the front court. Reby with the basketball, bounce pass to Spidell, left to the lane. Spidell backing down, hook pass to Shelf, right baseline, drives the baseline, and it will be a hand check foul called on the drive to the bucket. And the foul will be on D'Alessandro. His second, second against Dalton as a team. Ferris into the ball game and leaving is Hershberger. 5.01 to go in the quarter. Purdy will put the ball in play. Out on the right sideline to Reby. Reby with the basketball with a left-hand dribble out near the center circle. Left side of the front court to Shout. Baseline left to Purdy. Purdy outside the arc. Dribbles up to the wing. Bounce pass. Looks to try to get the bounce pass. And goes to Strasbaugh. Right side Shout. Shout holding it high. Hands it off to Reby. Reby backs it out and gets it off to Purdy between the circles. Aaron Spidell trying to post Alessandro up down low, but they can't get him the basketball. With it is Reby. Right side 17-footer. Fall away. Nope. And the rebound knocked free, and it will be a foul called, I believe. Um, they're going to call a foul on Nick Strasbaugh, and I'm not quite sure why. He's the one who came down with the ball. But Nick picks up the foul. That's his first. And the first against the Bears here in the second half. Bringing it into the front court is Husted. Gets it off to D'Alessandro. Now to Steiner. Steiner with the basketball. Pass underneath to Clark, and it goes out of bounds off of Colton Purdy's hands. People are standing in the exits. They're standing in the hallway, in the doorway, at the end of the floor, watching this one. 4.17 to go. I've never seen it this packed here at this gym. With inbounds pass to Clark. Clark left in the lane against Mullet. Put it up. No, Mullet got the rebound. Nice defense by Adam Mullet. 
He clears it off to Purdy. Dalton with a 22-21 lead. Four minutes to go in the quarter. Right side Mullet. Gets it off to Reby. Reby with the basketball between the legs. Dribble. Bounce pass to Mullet. Outside the arc. Dribbles down to the right baseline. Puts it up off the glass. Won't go. Mullet got his own rebound. Back over to right ball. Left wing three. No again. Rebound. And Spidell almost got stripped from his uniform because Clark grabbed a hold of it. And the rebound goes out of bounds and the Bears will keep it. Spidell will put the ball in play. He's going to have to tuck his shirt in. On the left-hand side is Rydenbaugh. Rydenbaugh dribbles left side. Evan with it. Back out front to Reby. Dalton still with a one-point lead, 22-21. Reby with it on the left wing. Reby around a pick by Mullet. Right side to Spidell. Spidell now playing out front with Mullet down low. Gets it off to Rydenbaugh. Now to Mullet, left wing. He's going to shoot the three. It's going to be off the front iron. Rebound tipped around, and it comes down into the hands of D'Alessandro. He brings it up on the break. He's going to run right over the top of Rydenbaugh. They're going to call a block. Boy, I'm not sure what more Evan Rydenbaugh could do. And they called, I believe they called it, on 32. There is no 32 out there. And it is on 33. It is on Evan Rydenbaugh. That is his first. I know that's the toughest call in basketball, but when you're standing there, it could be called for three seconds defensively in the NBA. It's kind of hard not to figure you've been there for a while. And D'Alessandro puts it up and in. That's his first point of the game. And Dalton now up by two at 23-21. Second one is up and good. 24-21 Dalton. And over at Norway at the end of three, it's Northwestern leading it by a point. 34-33 over the Bobcats. 3.15 to go. Right wing, Reby puts up the three. No good. Rebound loose on the floor. Picked up by Spidell. Underneath to Reby. One dribble lays it up and in. Reby with nine. And the Bears are within a point again. Up the other way on the shot. Shot blocked by Clark by Spidell, and again, Spidell gets called for the foul. Again, I'm going to say it. If your name isn't Coke, you can't block a shot in this league. 24-23, and Clark will go line right. Foul will be called on Spidell, and that will be his first. Clark, line right, shoots it, missed it. What's the old saying? The ball don't lie? Well, Clark just missed the free throw. Second one by Clark from line right. Dips, shoots, got that one. He's got six tonight, and it's 25-23. Dalton by two. Into the front court, Reby. Left side to Spidell. Left side line to Rydenbaugh. Around a pick by Spidell. Dribbles up to the wing. Now back out to, to Mullet. Adam holding it up on the right side. Gets it off to Reby. Sideline right in front of the Wayndale student body. Bounce pass to Mullet. Mullet backing in right of the lane. Backs in. Dumps it off. Nice feed to Rydenbaugh. Put it up short. He had all day to think about it. Got his own rebound. Put it back up. And he's fouled on the way to the bucket. Evan just had too much time to think about that shot from 10 feet. Anything outside 20 feet for Evan Rydenbaugh is difficult. You get him out in between just right over the half court stripe to the three point arc. He's almost money. And Rydenbaugh drills that one. Evan with four. 
and it's 25-24, and now he'll look to tie with 2.34 left to go in the third, and he does. Riding ball with five, and it's 25-25. Into the front court, Houston for the Bulldogs. Bounce pass, right-hand side to Steiner, off to Alger. Alger with it, bears in that man-to-man. Gets it on the baseline to Steiner, put it up from 15, no, and it'll be a foul called underneath, and it's going to be, I believe, on Brevin Reby. Brevin with the foul, that is his first, and the fourth against the Bears as a team. Houston out, D'Alessandro back in for Dalton. 2.17 to go in the quarter. We're tied at 25. Inbounds to Clark. Clark at the free throw line. Inside the lane. Back out to D'Alessandro. D'Alessandro at the line. Kicks it back outside to, Fer- to Steiner. Steiner on the left-hand side to Ferris. Ferris with it. Drives left of the lane. He's going to put it up, and the ball knocked away, and a foul will be called on Titus Pixler, and it will be Ferris going to the line, shooting two, and they're going to call the foul on Adam Mullet. That is his first. And Ferris will go line right. He is scoreless tonight. Puts it up, and that one is no good. 25-25, 204 to go in the quarter. Ferris dips, shoots the second. Got that one. That's his first point of the game. And Dalton takes the lead at 26-25. Two minutes to go in the quarter. Reby in front of his father, Eric. Dribbles down to the left corner inside the arc. Back out front to Rydenbaugh. Rydenbaugh hands it off to Bixler. Back over to Spidell. Spidell between the circles. Left wing to Adam Mullet. Now to Brevin Reby. Reby with the basketball. Crossover inside the arc at the left wing. Between the circles to Aaron Spidell. Aaron with a minute 40 to go. Dribbles to the free throw line. Puts it up on the run off the glass and rim. No. Rebound. Bixler tipped it out of bounds. And it will go back to Dalton. Checking into the ballgame, Evan Hirschberger now for Dalton. And leaving the contest is Steiner and Clark. Also checking in, Houston's back into the ballgame. Houston with the basketball, a minute 29 to go in the quarter. Gets it off to the free throw line to Alger. Alger dribbles in against Fixler, right in the lane to the block. Gets it over on the left wing, it goes to Ferris for three, got it. Ferris with four, and it's a four-point Dalton lead, 29-25. Reby, right of the circle. Gets it left of the circle. Now to Spidell on the left-hand side to Bixler. Bixler goes back out between the circles to Mullet. Right wing to Reby. Reby with the basketball between the legs dribble. Reby guarded by Hirschberger. Lost the handle off to Bixler low on the left-hand side. Hands it off to Spidell for three. Got it. Spidell with six. And it's a one-point Dalton lead again, 29-28, 40 seconds to go in the quarter. With it is D'Alessandro, half-court trap by the Bears. Ball goes over the head of Ferris, and it's picked off on the air by Rydenbaugh. Bears have the basketball to Mullet. Back to Rydenbaugh, half a minute to go in the quarter. The Bears can take the lead at the end of the period, and Eric Reby says, let's just hold it for the shot. Gets it over to Rydenbaugh, 24 seconds to go in the quarter. It's a 29-28 Dalton lead. Bears have the basketball to Reby. Reby with 15 seconds to go. Around a pick by Mullet. Over to Spidell. Back to Brevin. Bounce pass to Mullet. Mullet with it. Spins to his right. Put it up off the glass. Baseline right. No. Rebound taken down on the baseline 
by Ferris. Ferris with four seconds. Got the ball knocked free. Ferris picks it up. Gets it over to D'Alessandro. Left corner shot. No good. And that's the end of the third quarter of play. And your score at the end of three. It is Dalton 29, Waydale 28. Great food and a relaxing atmosphere. A good time had by all. That's at the Fire and Ice Pub, just west of Fredericksburg. Spend time with friends after the game. Enjoy the food where you can build your own burger, showing off your creativity. Or try the pulled pork or the brisket. And every Thursday night, the Fire and Ice Pub is the place to be for half-price wing night. Open Tuesday through Sunday at 11, closed on Mondays. The Fire and Ice Pub, just west of Fredericksburg on County Road 92. Casa de Sassi is a family-owned business built on timeless principles of honesty, integrity, and quality. Like timeless values, their products are manufactured to resemble the classic old-world Italian style. Providing a quality product that meets your needs is just the beginning of the care you get from Casa de Sassi. Earning your trust is vitally important, which is why they always operate in an ethical manner with the highest value for integrity. Call Casa de Sassi today, 330-830-9760. Well, here we go into the final quarter of play. 29-28 Dalton. They've led at the end of each quarter. They lead this one by one. Bears come out with Bixler, Mullet, Rydenbaugh, Purdy, and Weaver. For Dalton, they come out with D'Alessandro, Husted, Clark, Steiner, and Ferris. Dalton has the basketball to open the quarter, and here we go. With it is D'Alessandro. Gets it over on the left baseline to Ferris, and he drilled the three left corner. Ferris with seven, and Dalton leads it again by four, 32-28, and Ferris is starting to warm up. Mullet over on the right side, Weaver. Sideline right to Bixler. Bixler looking underneath, gets it off to Weaver. Ball goes out of bounds, knocked out of bounds, though, by Dalton. So the Bears keep it with 7.33 to go in the quarter. 32-28, 32-28, Dalton. Purdy will put the ball in play right of his own bucket. Colton looking. Inbounds the basketball to Adam Mullet. Gets it off to Purdy. Purdy now behind the back dribble around a pick by Mullet on the right side. Dribbles top of the circle over to Weaver. Weaver left of the front court. Crossover dribble. Goes left-hand side to Rydenball. He's going to drive the lane. Lay it up and in. Rydenball with seven. Dalton by two. 32-30. In between the circles, now inside the center circle is Husted for Dalton. Man-to-man defense by the Bears, and they're really coming up and pinching off the passing lanes. Left-hand side is Houston. Houston with it, dribbles to the free-throw line, off to Ferris. Three-pointer, right wing, no good. Rebound comes down, and a foul will be called. I believe they're going to call it on Titus Bixler. Now the officials are going to confer, and it will be called on Colton Purdy. Purdy picks up the foul. That's 16 fouls against Waynedale. Bixler is out of the ball game. And they're saying Purdy pushed off. Well, there's a lot of other pushing off going on under there, too. Inbound to Clark. Clark against Mullen. Clark spins inside Mullen. He's going to put it up off the grass and got it from five. Mullet couldn't play any better defense. Clark has got eight in the ball game, and it's a four-point Dalton lead again. Weaver with it, hands it off to Reby. Reby, long three, right side, no good, and he's fouled on the play by Steiner. And Reby will go line left, shooting three. Steiner with second. That is the fourth against Dalton as a team, and Reby goes line left, shooting 
three shots. He has got nine tonight. Dips, shoots, no good off the back iron. Brevin has had a tough time shooting free throws tonight. All year long, actually. Coming into the year, into this game, he was shooting 63%. Second one is up, and that one is good. Brevin with 10, Spidell back in, Mullet leaves. 6.39 to go in the game. Reby, line left for the third one to try to draw the Bears within two. He eyes it from line left, shoots it, got it. Rattled at home, Brevin with 11, and it's a two-point Dalton lead. Half-court trap shown now by the Bears into the front court. Is Clark gets it off to Houston. Houston with the basketball inside the center circle. One dribble goes left side to Steiner. Steiner back to Clark playing out front now to D'Alessandro, top of the circle. Left wing now to Steiner. Steiner hands it off to Houston. He's going to pull up for the three right of the lane. Got it. Defense broke down for the Bears. That's five for Houston, and it's a five-point doubt in the lead, 37-32. On the left-hand side is Reby. Reby with the basketball, right wing to Weaver. Right sideline to Rydenbaugh for three. That one no good. And the rebound pulled down by Houston. Stolen away by Rydenbaugh, and a foul will be called. Evan really did commit the foul, but I wasn't sure any of the officials were going to pick it up. Houston got the rebound off of that missed shot. Rydenbaugh, that is his second, and it puts Waynedale over the limit. So going line right will be Houston. Houston has got five tonight, and that's exactly the lead that Dalton has, five. And that one's up, in and out, no good. Rebound taken down by Weaver. Shane gets it up the floor to Reby. We're under six minutes to go in the ballgame. Bears down by five. Right side Weaver, right wing to Purdy. Purdy dribbles it up to the top of the key, still outside the arc. Left wing to Rydenball. Rydenball looking underneath. He's going to drive right baseline. Dumps it off inside the lane to Spidell. Laid it up. Got it. Boy, that thing hung and hung on the rim and finally dropped. He's got eight. Three-point Dalton lead, 37-34. Clark drives baseline left. Shut off by Rydenball. Out front it now goes to Ferris on the right wing to Steiner. Steiner cross court to Clark, left of the lane, drives inside the lane, put it up, won't go, and a foul called on Aaron Spidell. Spidell picks up his second. Wingdale already over the limit, and going line right will be Clark. Clark shooting two shots. He's two of four from the line tonight. He's got eight. Put it up, and it spins it in and out. No good. Strasbach coming in, and... Leaving is Shane Weaver. Second one by Clark, line right, and it is good. Clark with nine. He's 50% from the stripe, and it is a 38-34 Dalton lead. Purdy up the floor. Into the front court, 5.15 to go in the game. Left wing, Reby. Reby with the basketball. Bounce pass to Strasbaugh. Right wing, Rydenbaugh. Rydenbaugh back out front to Reby between the circles. Left wing to Purdy. Purdy looking underneath. Trying to get it to Spidell. Got the ball stripped away and stolen away by D'Alessandro. D'Alessandro brings it up on the run. He's going to lay it up on the glass and good. D'Alessandro with four, and it's a six-point Dalton lead, their biggest of the night. Reby top of the circle. Gets it on the left baseline to Rydenball. Off to Spidell, and Spidell is fouled on the way to the bucket. Foul called on Houston. Houston with his first. That's the fifth against Dalton as a team with 4.46 to go in the quarter. 
Spidell will put the ball in play right in front of the Wayndale bench in the front court. Inbounds it to Purdy, right side to Strasbaugh. Dalton with a six-point lead. Strasbaugh back out to Reby. Reby near the center circle. Drives to the bucket. It's going to put it up. Got the ball blocked. Pulled out of the air by Purdy. Bounce pass to Spidell. Backing it against Clark. Out front to Rydenbaugh for three. Got it from the wing. Rydenbaugh with ten. And it's a three-point Dalton lead. Time out, Waynedale, And it will be a full. 4.28 to go in the game. Your score, Dalton 40. Waynedale 37. Steps down on Main Street in Apple Creek is your spot for fresh, homemade food daily. Custom handcrafted sandwiches to your satisfaction. And try Deb's Den's relaxing, comfortable atmosphere. It's hometown dining at its best. Deb's Den offers quick, easy service. Breakfast hours are Tuesday through Saturday, 7 to 11 a.m., and Sundays, 9 to noon. Lunch and dinner is served Tuesday through Thursday until 8, Friday and Saturday until 9, and Sunday, noon to 3. Closed on Monday, Deb's Den, next to the Bear on Main Street in Apple Creek. Yoder Builders in Orville is your full-service construction firm, specializing in new residential construction, remodeling, finished basements, and masonry work. Looking for a new sunroom or deck? Yoder Builders in Orville offers uncompromising customer satisfaction on every job, from the ground up to a new house and everything else. Yoder Builders in Orville, a member of the HBA and proud supporter of Waynedale Athletics. Yoder Builders, 330-684-1050. Well, that three-pointer by Evan Reidenbaugh, his second of the night, tenth point of the evening, has drawn the Bears would have been three at 40 to 37. 428 left to go. Bears are going to have three timeouts left, two thirties and a 60. Dalton has got four left. Half-court trap now put on by Waynedale. On the right-hand side, Houston. Cross-court to Ferris on the left baseline. Ferris hook pass out to Houston. And Dalton does handle the basketball well. They've only had seven turnovers tonight. Right in the lane, it's Clark inside the lane to D'Alessandro, laid it up and in. And they've got excellent inside passing. Six for D'Alessandro, 42-37 Dalton. Under four minutes to go in the game. Reby with it on the right side to Strasbaugh, sideline right, Reidenbaugh. Reidenbaugh dribbles up to the top of the key, look for the three. Back out front to Strasbaugh, right wing, down into the corner to Reby. Dribbles up to the wing, now between the circles to Purdy, left wing to Reidenbaugh. Dribbles down to the baseline, pump fake, back out to Strasbaugh, lost the handle. Back out to Reby though, Reby pump fake, looks to Reidenbaugh for the right wing. Now dribbles down to the left baseline, pulls up from 12, left side, no good. Rebound taken down by Dalton and a foul on Reidenbaugh. Bears just cannot get a shot to drop. 42-37 Dalton, 3.29 to go in the game. And going line right is Steiner. Steiner, his first trip to the stripe, and this will be the last time Dalton shoots one and one. Put it up, and it's good. Steiner with 14 in the game. And it's a 43-37 Dalton six-point lead again. Steiner, second one, put it up. Good again. Steiner with 15 in the ball game, And it's 44-37, a seven-point Dalton lead. Top of the circle is Spidell. Spidell with it off to Reby. Right wing to Strasbaugh. Outside the arc. Strasbaugh over on the left side to Reby. Reby with the basketball. Over on the right wing to Rydenbaugh. Rydenbaugh, he's covered up immediately by Clark. Right in the lane to Spidell. Laid it up and in. Right in the lane. Aaron with 10. And it's 44-39. With the basketball. Stolen away by Rydenbaugh. Rydenbaugh kicks it back out front. 
to Reby. Now Spidell will bring it across. Spidell on the right side. He's going to drive the lane. Spins to his right, put it up off the glass and iron. No, not a good shot, and the rebound taken down by Clark. Clark will bring it up on the run. He's going to drive the lane, laid up. Blocked by Spidell, but right into the hands of Ferris, and he laid it in. Ferris with his ninth point of the night. 46-39 on the way to the bucket is Purdy. Two and a half minutes to go in the game. Seven point Dalton lead. With it is Reby. Reby drives the lane, lays it up, puts it up on the run. No, and it won't count anyway. And the foul will be called on Dalton. And if this referee takes any longer to turn around and call the foul, we all may fall asleep. 46-39. And now a timeout will be taken by Dalton. 46-39, Dalton on top of it, 2.25 to go in the ball game, and we'll be right back. Amish craftsmanship revered worldwide. Dutch quality stone products have become the industry leader in quality and consistency. In the heart of one of the biggest Amish communities in America, Dutch quality stone provides a stunning collection of fine veneer stone readily available for dependable, easy-to-install options for homes and commercial properties. In our corner of the world, people believe in doing things right. Hard work, honesty, and genuine care. Dutch Quality Stone, located on Dover Road in Mount Eaton. Call today, 877-359-7866. Well, on a side note, we want to congratulate Ronnie Koblenz for being able to make tonight's ball game since last night. Instead of going to Norway, he ended up at Northwestern. So, Ronnie, glad you got your GPS fixed. Eric Reby is really giving the official an earful, and I'm not sure what is going on, but now the officials are trying to get things straightened out inside the lane before this ball is put in play. Eric is really giving the official, and now Brevin is turning around. The officials are talking to him. 2.25 to go in the game. Bears with the basketball down by 7. And now what are they going to call? Eric is still talking with the officials. Now Purdy will put the ball in play now that we've got order restored, we think. Inbound to Reby. Reby baseline left. Spins into the lane, put up the shot, blocked, and he's fouled. And it will be a two-shot foul. And it will be on D'Alessandro. That will be his third. And that puts Dalton over the limit, so Reby will go line left. 222. Left to go in the game. And now Ben Holt's going to have a conversation with the official. Reby, line left. Brevin tonight, 3 of 5 from the line. Dips, shoots, got it. Brevin with 12, and it's 46-40. Bears need tough defense now. Reby line left for the second one. Up, oh, that one's no good. Rebound loose in the key, and it's taken off the floor by Ferris. Ferris for Dalton gets it up the floor to Houston. Houston near the center circle. Guarded by Reby with the basketball. Now Ferris gets it off to D'Alessandro. Bounce pass right side to Steiner. With it now is Fer- Houston. Houston sideline left. Dalton has put it into a stall. Northwestern leading it underneath pass. For Dalton to Cody Steiner, and he puts it in. He's got 17, and it's an eight-point Dalton lead. Spidell, left wing to Reby. Reby dribbles to the baseline, put up a force, 15-footer, no good. And the rebound pulled out of the air by Ferris. And Dalton, looking to tie up the lead, gets it underneath. Now to 
to Houston, and a foul will be called on Nick Strasbaugh. And I have no idea where this official came from, but he's one of the he's right up there with Norm Baker as one of the worst. 48-40. Strasbaugh had all ball. It was a jump ball, and he called it a foul on Strasbaugh. And where he ever came up with that call, you'll never know. Going line right is Steiner. Put it up and in. Steiner with 18. Dalton leads it by 9. 49-40. Minute 37 to go. Steiner, the second one, good again. Steiner with 19. Northwestern leading it. 44-42 with a half a minute to go in the ballgame. With it on the left baseline is Reeves. going to drive the lane, put it up, blocked, and it'll be a foul called. And I know now what Eric Reeby is arguing with the official about. The memo that was sent out to the officials before the year was to watch the hand checks, and Dalton has been hand checking Waynedale all night long, but no calls. Reeby's going to go line left again, and he'll shoot two. Dips, shoots, got it. Brevin with 13. Bixler in, Schaup out. 127 to go, Bears down by nine. Second one by Reby from line left. Eyes it, shoots it, got it. Brevin with 14. And it's a 50-42 to 42 Dalton lead. Into the front court. Clark. Clark gets it over on the left baseline to Houston. He put up the shot. I don't know why. Over the top. Clark, no call. But the Bears get the rebound. Reby into the front court. It's going to drive the lane. Lost the handle. And a foul will be called on Dalton. And now Ben Holtz giving the official an earful. D'Alessandro with the foul, but I cannot believe that they didn't call Mitch Clark over the top. That's going to be, no, that's all on D'Alessandro, his fifth. So D'Alessandro fouls out with six points in the ballgame. Ben Holt really giving the official an earful as Alger will come in for D'Alessandro. 1-11 to go. 50 to 42 and Reby line left. I don't know what this official underneath is even thinking. Now the officials are going to confer as to whether it's one and one or two shots. If they didn't think Reby was shooting, I really don't know what they've been watching all night long. And they aren't going to call it one and one. Okay. I don't know. I, I'm completely lost. Reby, one-on-one, put it up and in. Bears need this, and then a couple of steals. 50-43. to 43. Second one, Reby, with 111 to go. Put it up. Got it to rattle home again. Brevin with 16. 50-44, a minute five to go. Full court pressure put on by the Bears. Ferris in the backcourt. Gets it into the frontcourt to Houston, and a foul on Reby. And that was a tough. I have seen more fouls go uncalled tonight. The players ended up on the floor than that was called on Brevin Reby. Now it went to the Bears' advantage, but still. Line right is Alger. Alger shooting two, put it up and in. Bixler out, Schaup in. 51-44. 101 to go. Second one by Alter is up and good again. And now Dalton 
will use a full timeout, and we will also. 101 to go in the ballgame. And your score from Waynedale. It is Dalton 52, Waynedale 44. Family. At the time you need them the most, they are there. So is the Spidel Funeral Home. They have been family-owned and operated for over 125 years, so they understand family. When you come in, the Spidel Funeral Home will walk through the process with you, assisting you in your choices. That's how family works. The Spidel Funeral Home, in two locations, on Main Street in Mount Eaton and on Chestnut Street in Brewster. The Spidel Funeral Home, just like family, there when you need them. For over 25 years, the Apple Creek Drive-Thru has been serving the community from snacks, beverages, anything you may need. Just like the Waynedale Golden Bears, hard work is no stranger to Art Weaver at the Apple Creek Drive-Thru. So on your way home from the game, work, or you're just in a hurry, stop by. Located at 23 Main Street in downtown Apple Creek, Art Weaver at the Apple Creek Drive-Thru wishes the Waynedale Golden Bears the best of luck. Stop by after the game. Exactly one minute to go. Bears have the basketball down by eight. Spidell's going to drive the lane. He's going to put it up, blocked out of bounds. And Waynedale will keep it with 52.1 seconds to go. I'll give the Bears credit. They have decided in the last minute that they're just going to put their heads down and go to the basket because nothing will be called. And that's what's happened. With it is Strasbaugh. Right at right side to Spidell. Hands it off to Purdy. 45 seconds to go. Reby pulls up for the three, and he got fouled shooting the three. And I don't know why Alger is even... Now what are the... Okay. I don't know why Alger is even arguing that call. Reby's got 16 tonight, and he goes to the line shooting two shots. He is 8 for 11 from the line. Put it up and in. Brevin with 17. And it's 52-45. 44.6 left. And now, we've just heard that Northwestern and Norway are going into overtime. Second one by Reedy is good. So Northwestern and Norway are going overtime. Second overtime in two nights by Northwestern. Third one by Reby. Good again. Reby got all three. He's got 19. 52-47. Up the floor. And a foul will be called on Reby. This is just getting to be ridiculous. 39.9 seconds to go in the ballgame. And this has gone from the ridiculous to the sublime. 52-47 and Houston will go line right. Nobody on the lane for Dalton. Bears down by five. Houston shoots it. Got it. Now this one will make it a three-possession game. Bears have got two timeouts left. Three timeouts left. Dalton has got two. Schaup is back into the ballgame. Bixler is out. Houston the second one. Shoots it. Got it. Now that makes it a three-possession game. Reby into the front court. 38 seconds to go. Right side to Spidell. Back to Reby. Long three. It's going to be short. Rebound's going to go out of bounds, and it will go back to Dalton. And that should just about do it. 31.3 seconds to go. Dalton leads it by seven. Inbounds pass. Houston gets it off on the left-hand side. 
into the front court to Ferris. Ferris with it. Hook pass underneath. Stolen away by Jake Schaup. Schaup brings it up on the run. 20 seconds to go. Schaup, left wing. Gets it off to Reby. Reby drives inside the lane. Good. And a timeout, Waynedale. That's 21 points tonight for Brevin Reby. 15 seconds to go. And all hope is not lost yet. Your score, Dalton. 54, Waynedale, 49. Make the greener siding choice for your home. Seamless Siding from Miller Custom Exteriors. We're the original ABC Seamless guys, and our siding is made of 100% American-made steel, the most recycled material in the world. I'm Miller Custom Exteriors President Lauren Miller. Our slightly obsessive Amish heritage guarantees you a phenomenal siding job, guaranteed, or we'll fix it free. Call Miller Custom Exteriors today for ABC Seamless Siding, the green siding choice. 1-800-589-4905 1-800-589-4905 or visit us online at MillerCustomExteriors.com 15 seconds to go in the game. A 5-point Dalton lead. 54-49. Bears are going to have to put full court pressure. Hope for a steal. Putting the ball in play is Steiner. Steiner on the back baseline. Inbounds it to Alger and a foul called immediately on Titus Bixler. Bixler hit with his first personal. And going line right will be Alger. Alger two for two from the line tonight, and he'll shoot two. He's got four. 14 seconds to go. A second ticked off the clock. Alger put it up, and it rattles home. Dalton has hit the free throws down the stretch. It's a six-point lead. This one makes it a three-possession game. Put it up. And he just crossed over the line. Yes, he did. And a lane violation called on Dalton. Big violation there. 14 seconds. 55-49. It's a two-possession game. Reby into the front court. He's going to drive the lane. Got the ball stripped away and out of bounds. And it will go back to the Bears. 10.7 left to go. Purdy will put the ball in play. Bears have got two timeouts left. Purdy inbounds the basketball to Reby. Reby left wing, turnaround shot, won't go. Rebound taken down out of the air by Steiner, and a foul will be called on Spidell. Dalton is going to win it. They came in here ready to play. The Bears just could not get anything shooting going. 55-49, Dalton, and going line right is Houston. Houston shoots it, got it. Houston with eight, and it's 56-49. Makes it a three-possession game. Second one is up, and that one is no good. Rebound, Spidell. Spidell brings it up the floor, stops top of the circle, shoots the long three, won't go, and that's your ball game. The Dalton Bulldogs have now won five in a row. They break the nine-game winning streak that the Bears have had, and they are now tied for first place with the Bears in the Wayne County Athletic League as they win it by seven tonight. Your final score, Dalton 56, Waynedale 49. The postgame show is next on UltimateSportsTalk.com. You've been listening to an Ultimate Sports Talk presentation of Waynedale Golden Bears basketball. This game has been brought to you by Miller Custom Exteriors. Call 695-4905. Deb's Den on Main Street in Apple Creek. Murphy's Promotions. Call 464-1970. The Apple Creek Drive-Thru on Main Street in Apple Creek. 
the Shop Brothers Farms. Dutch Quality Stone in Mount Eaton. The Fire and Ice Pub, just west of Fredericksburg on County Road 192. The Harvest Market in Apple Creek. Casa de Sassi, call 830-9760. The Spidel Funeral Home, with two locations in Mount Eaton and in Brewster. And by Yoder Builders in Orville. The star of the game show is next on UltimateSportsTalk.com. Jim Moshe, Ohio State football All-American and NFL Super Bowl champion on Achievement. Hi, I'm Jim Lachey. Studies show that students who play school sports tend to have better attendance records, higher grade point average, fewer discipline problems, and are more likely to pursue a college education. High school sports also teaches leadership, character, and provide the foundation for becoming a good citizen. Let's respect the game. And remember to always keep the student first and student athlete. This message brought to you by the Ohio High School Athletic Association. My name is Lawson Vaughn, and I play Major League Soccer. I also have asthma. I don't let asthma stop me from playing sports. By learning how to manage it, I was able to control it. The key was educating myself about what was causing my attacks and how to prevent them. With proper precautions, any child with asthma can exercise and have fun. For guidelines on asthma and exercise, contact your nearest American Lung Association. It's time for the Lem's Pizza Star of the Game Show. Brought to you by Lem's Pizza on the square in Fredericksburg. Order now by calling 695-7111. Now let's go back to the gym for a recap of tonight's game and the presentation of the Lem's Pizza Star of the Game. Well, a disappointing one here at Waynedale High School where the Bears have their nine-game winning streak snapped. And they are now in a relative first place tie with the Dalton Bulldogs in the Wayne County Athletic League. And depending upon what happens over in Norway, that game went into overtime. And we don't have a final score on that. Northwestern could be within one game of the Bears. And also depending upon what happens in the Chippewa-Hillsdale game. But right now, Waynedale and Dalton are on top of the league at 7-2, and two. and the Bears missed a golden opportunity to really seize the league with a win here tonight as they fell 56-49. to 49. The Bears are now 10-2 and two on the year, 7-2 and two in conference play, while Dalton falls or ups their mark to 8-5. and five. They've won five in a row in the conference, and they are 7-2 and two also in conference play. We will take a look at the stat story of tonight's game, and give away our Lim's Pizza start of the game. We'll do that right after this timeout. Tired of the same old national pizza chains? Try Lem's Pizza on the square in Fredericksburg, sponsor of tonight's Star of the Game. Locally owned and operated since 1996, Lem's Pizza offers the best in pizza, subs, wings, and now 24 flavors of ice cream. From the beginning, Lem's Pizza has strived to provide a high-quality product combined with great, friendly, hometown customer service. Delivering value every time with a hometown personal touch. Lem's Pizza is a proud supporter of Waynedale Athletics. Like us on Facebook. Order now by calling 695-7111. Bears lose it here tonight, 56 
to 49 to the Dalton Bulldogs. Let's take a look at the stats for tonight's game. First of all, for Dalton, they were led in scoring by Cody Steiner with 19 points here tonight. Mitch Clark and Cole Ferris each had nine. Eight points going to Bryce Houston, and Alex Alger had five points. Mitch Clark grabbed seven rebounds in tonight's game to lead the way for Dalton. They had 18 rebounds in the night, three of them offensive. They were 16 of 23 from the line for 70%. And turnover-wise, they committed 10 turnovers in the ball game. As far as Waynedale is concerned, they were led in scoring tonight by Brevin Reby. He had 21 points in the ball game. And he was outstanding from the line. Let me count these up just very quickly. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. Brevin was eleven of fourteen from the stripe by himself tonight for those twenty-one points. Ten points went to Aaron Spidell on two three-pointers. Aaron also added seven rebounds. Evan Reidenbaugh off the bench had ten points. Two three-pointers, two of two from the line. He had one rebound. Three points to Jake Schaup. Three points to Colton Purdy. Nick Strasbaugh had two points here tonight. Adam Mullet and Titus Bixler, Shane Weaver all played but did not score in the game. The Bears from the field, they were 7 of 29 from two-point range, all total in the game for 24%. 7 of 21 from three-point range for 33%. And 14 of 50 all total for the game for 28%. So they increased their shooting by 11 points, percentage points, in the second half, but still could not cut into that lead and end up losing the ball game tonight by a final score of 56-49. to They were 78% from the line, 14 of 18 from the strike. They committed 13 fouls, 17 rebounds in the game, five of them offensive, and the Bears committed eight turnovers in the ball game. The game was tied three times, Waynedale led it three, Dalton six, and the lead changed hands five times. But when it was all over, Dalton had the victory, 56-49. We'll wrap it up from Waynedale after this final timeout. At Lem's Pizza in Fredericksburg, you get a pizza you won't get anywhere else. There's a reason we've been in business since 1996. We use the finest ingredients combined with friendly hometown service. We not only offer pizza, but great subs, wings, and 24 flavors of ice cream. Eat in or carry out. Lem's Pizza, open for lunch every day at 10.30 and Sundays at 2. And we're open until 9 on Sunday through Thursday, until 10, Friday and Saturday. It's not just pizza, it's Lem's Pizza, on the square of Fredericksburg. Like us on Facebook, 695-7111. Well, this one a disappointing one for the Bears, as they are now in a virtual tie for first place for the Wayne County Athletic League at 7-2 and with the Dalton Bulldogs. And we're trying to find out what happened between Northwestern and Norway. That game was going into overtime, but we do not have a final score as of tonight. Our next broadcast game will be on Tuesday night from Temple Christian over in Mansfield. We'll be on the air with the pregame show at about 7.15 with that one. Let's give away our Lem's Pizza star of the game for the evening, and I don't think there's any doubt who's going to receive it. It will be Brevin Reby. 21 points here tonight, 11 of 14 from the line. Brevin with those 21 points to lead the way, is the winner of our Lem's Pizza Star of the Game. Brevin wins the certificate for a large two-item pizza free from Lem's Pizza on the Square in Fredericksburg. Also, the JV team from Waynedale won tonight, so they are 11-1 and on the year. They win 50-36 over the Dalton 
Bulldogs. Our thanks to John Gregory and Ben Holt over at Dalton for helping us out here this evening. Chris Lapish, Sid Klein, Eric Reby, Deb Mitchell for helping us out with stats here this evening. Also, our congratulations to the All-Ohio players and our thanks for the two interviews we had at halftime, Rick Mast and Todd Barkman here from Waynedale High School. Our thanks to Greg Mitchell for producing tonight's program, but most of all, our thanks to you for listening. I'm Dave Mitchell reminding you once again the final score on this Saturday night. It was Dalton 56, Waynedale 49 until Tuesday night. Have a good night, everybody. You've been listening to the Lem's Pizza Star of the Game Show. Lem's Pizza on the square in Fredericksburg. Order now by calling 695-7111. Join us after each and every game for the Lem's Pizza Star of the Game Show. Join us next time for Waynedale Golden Bears basketball. This has been an Ultimate Sports Talk Internet Radio presentation.